great day because Mike Babcock has been fired. If you've seen my Twitter feed, I lost followers because I was tweeting at so many people from Columbus. I hate Mike Babcock. I hate him for what he did to the Wings. He ruined those championship years. We should have had at least another championship, maybe three, maybe four. He inherited good teams this whole time, handed an Olympic team, handed a cup team in Detroit, doesn't know how to win, manipulates players, and then all in all, people from fucking Ohio are fucking <laughs> defending him. And you all know my thoughts on Ohio. It was a perfect storm of hate for me. I felt so fucking good getting all of it out for all of these people. And just like I, I literally sat on my bed last night and I was like, dude, I feel I feel great that I got this all out. Like I felt rejuvenated. I felt well rested. It was exactly what I needed. Fuck Mike Babcock. Fuck Columbus. Fuck the Blue Jackets. Fuck everyone. Man, you know what, Pants? I'm happy to hear that for you, brother. I can Thanks. I can tell you're very, very like passionate about this. And you know what? I can't lie. I'm ha- I was happy to see his downfall. I've never really been a huge fan of Babcock. I've always thought that he kind of looked like the kind of guy that probably beats the shit out of his kids. And his wife. And dogs. Yeah, like, oh, he definitely looks like a dog hitter for sure, man. <laughs> like, 100%. Like, that dog, he, he comes home like... The fucking dog pisses on the carpet because he hasn't been home all day. Nobody let him out. He's beating the shit out of it, kicking it. It's like, buddy, it's your fault. Yeah. You're the one who's not home. But anyways, uh, yeah, I was kind of I was kind of, kind of pumped to see him get let go because, to be honest with you, he – I don't know how he still – like, there's like he shouldn't have still been employed in the NHL. No, and now you, you got idiots like that fucking Nasher dumbass – who were really, like really really stupid head yeah the guy who's fucking <laughs> defending him and then he cut, goes right back on it and says like then he completely changes the narrative and it's like man you were just sucking his cock last night and now that the blue jackets released a statement saying that they they have fired him or relieved him of his fucking position or he resigned he resigned or whatever yeah was like, right let's be honest he was fucking fired so, but but he just quit so it would look better right uh, I don't know. I think he's a fucking clown. But, like, I think all these idiots on Twitter defending him are even bigger clowns. It's like, man, you guys don't see through the, all this bullshit. Like, there's no way that you can sit there and tell me that he is a completely innocent dude. Like, No, what, not at all. In what world do you think it's okay to, like, go through personal privacy of a player? Like, personally, right. it's, it, yeah. the, if I was those kids... Yeah, I'm gonna fucking. I'm obviously gonna give him my fucking phone, even though I know if there's some bad shit on there because it's you like, what am I, yeah, it's like it's like a bully situation, yeah, you're man. Cr- like, dude, because think about it when he when they when this first came out on Chicklets, Chelios told the story of I can't remember the player, but he got called up from the AHL. Babcock hated him for literally no reason. Never interacted with him. He walks up to the kid in the tunnel and goes, "Pretty special, right?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, enjoy it because this is the last time you're ever gonna get to see it in the National Hockey League." And just, like, tank the kid's career for no fucking reason. Like, you hear that story and you're like, I better do whatever this dude says because he's a fucking freak. And Oh, that makes me so mad, man. Like, the Madonna thing, dude. The Spezza thing being scratched at home. Like, dude, he's, the he's a fucking The Spezza thing is fucked up. Shit. He had, like, 30, peop- 30 or 40 people from his hometown for his first game in fucking Toronto. And you're going to sit the guy? Yeah. For a home fucking, opener? What are you doing? Fucking, Why would you do that? Yeah. Like, seriously, why, like, where does it, like, I feel like he's, like, a sadistic fuck where it's, like, he gets off to that kind of shit. You know what I mean? He, dude, he literally has to. I mean, I wonder what he did. I mean, he was definitely looking for horn picks and sending them to himself. 
Yeah, or he's looking for like. Dude, if I heard that, if I heard that he's going through phones, I would have put the most fucked up shit on there and just been like, "Yeah, here you go, go wild." I probably, I probably would have bought like a burner phone and just like downloaded every gay porn app and like started yeah. messaging every single dude, getting like Tinder, Tinder Plus or whatever it is, Tinder Gold, and just yeah. like swiping right on every that, guy. That so it's like, like convulsing, like you're a pole smoker, you're a pole smoker. <laughs> yeah. I fucking I handed my phone and it's like it's literally just like it's just like fucking matches yeah, coming in left right and center but uh, I th- but I th- yeah I don't know I think yeah. he's a fucking loser I'm glad he's gone fuck him to hell it's a fuck situation well I mean there's like some other hockey news going on the Bruins unveiled their centennial jerseys I, I have some thoughts on them Smokey our Boston resident how do you feel about him did you see him I did not see him but I'm okay. sure they're a rock star I know I'm I'm a fraud for that Maybe- but. Maybe take a quick peek at them. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Up Bruin Centennial jerseys on Twitter. I'll, right. I'll give my thoughts while you do that. I didn't like them. I think the Bruins have like a storied historic organization. I think you're supposed to like stand true to like what that means. And like the Red Wings very rarely change their jerseys. In fact, they never changed their jerseys so much. Like the throwbacks they did or whatever it was, like the third jerseys they did two seasons ago were fucking awful because they didn't have anything to base it off of. But we're talking about the Bruins, no big deal. They have like – they put like sparkles in them. And I was like, dude, it, just, it looks a little fucking gay. It looks a little fruity to me. Like they're trying to be Vegas. Like I just – you're a classy organization. Stay classy. Yeah, it was like a sparkly gold that they had there. I don't know. I think they look very cheaply designed. And what did we say? What did we say about Fanatics pants? Yeah, they fucking suck. And here's is, is he, Fanatics the ones that do these, or it's yep. Adidas, right? Okay, it's Fanatics, is it not? Yeah, it I is think- Fanatics. I've act, I'm actually funny enough. I've got another Boston resident. I'm I'm recording right now in his apartment. It's my buddy. I'm not going to say his name and dox him right here, but he loves the Bruins. I'm going to let him give his thoughts on the jerseys. Hey, I uh, I actually like him. I think it does honor the history a little bit because if you look, they have the different spoke bees. So from each era, from like the 60s, 70s, 80s, they're incorporating all those into the three different uniforms. So Sorry, I just edited out that name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So I see, I see it moves like through the decades for Bruins fans. It, all right, I guess it is a little more storied than I thought. But I just, I just I think, think that it looks – I think I just think they look cheaply made. They look yeah, poorly designed. Like the fanatics like, thing too. What did I you think, think they look cheaply made? Well, I, you know my stance at sweatshops, so we just got to keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? As long as I'm getting my Nikes, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I really, I really like the uh, the white and the black. I don't. The gold is a lot like more sparkly than it's sparkly. It, it looks kind of candy ass, like the Bruins. Should just be black and gold, little bit. almost like kind of like the uh, Penguins, kind of like the Steelers, just black and gold. A lot like, like you said, <clears throat> pants like Alabama Red Wings. Like we don't change our jerseys for anybody. We have red and white, or we have you know, for both those actually. It was a spawning analogy, but you don't change the jerseys up. You're the Bruins. You're the fucking goddamn Bruins. It's the B. It's black. It's gold. It's white. I. I want to know. Do you guys think maybe they made this jersey to look a little, a little gay because they took away Pride Night? Or yeah, well, no, dude. They wanted to make up for uh, signing Mitchell Miller. I I heard that he's going to co- coach the Blue Jackets. Yeah, dude, he's, yeah, Mitchell Miller signs like a, a an eight year, hundred million dollar deal with the Blue Jackets. You heard it here first. You want to know what wouldn't actually surprise me? I know we're going back to it, but 
it wouldn't surprise me if those fucking dumbasses at the NHL just decided to like hire Coach Chippy to actually be a fucking coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Dude, I could honestly see a, a point in the very near future where they have one of those influencers like the fucking little midget elevate guy, Coach Chippy. Pavel Barber. Pavel oh, Barber. How to hockey. Dude. This is oh a podcast, but fuck Pavel Barver for fucking over Sherlock Holmes. Um, but I could see a very real time in the future where they have these people at the camps to either help with like hand eye or something fucking stupid. It's like if these players were good enough to play in the NHL, they fucking would be. I would ra- like let the fucking chick from Russia who speaks like a sentence of English teach me how to skate. She probably knows what she's talking about. But yeah. some fucking absolute faggot. Like Coach Chippy, who's who's 32 years old, like hanging out with fucking like teenagers and posting it all the time. That's so fucking weird. I think he actually wants to fuck them. Dude, he fucking might, bro. Like why? Like I I just – I could see a very real point in the future where they have that happening to sum up my point. But it's fucked. Yeah, like I – it wouldn't surprise me because you know how – you know the kind of shit that they pull. So – Personally, yeah, I don't terrible at marketing. They need Batman out. They need a new marketing department or at least hire like an interest group to buy into the NHL and fucking like try and change some shit and turn it around. They're losing to the MLS and they were losing to the MLS before Messi came. And it's just, it's, you're ruining the game I love and I want to see it grow. I really think like they truly do have a chance in the next like couple of years to try and fucking really do something. But I don't even know if they're trying. Like, like they really need to do something here. Like, like you know, for the All Star Game this year, they're gonna get some. They're gonna get fucking like somebody like Dirk Bentley to fucking play the fucking the concert there or something like that, rather than having somebody that's up and coming and who's like an an active figure and like the you know what I mean. Like they just yeah. make weird, stupid decisions like that, where they mm-hmm. have like they'll have like fucking like they'll have like the smallest little fucking shitty band or something like that play, and it's like, dude. Hire fucking like Blink One Eighty Two to fucking do the All Star Game or something like yeah. that. Like people are gonna tune in if you do that. Yeah, or, or, like, or like learn how to sell the fucking media rights for half of this shit. And like, like because they sold a team could sponsor the jerseys and helmets for a total of eight million dollars combined. That is so fucked. Like that's just such a low amount of money. Like you just let let them sell it individually. Then they set that price. Like God, so dumb. Like you're saying, you're saying that all the teams sold them individually for eight million, or like yeah, so no, so like when they sold the advertisements for the helmets and the jerseys, they were like, they were like, yo, it's eight million dollars to buy both. Like a a team like the Red Wings, they have a little more class than putting something on their jersey is not a big deal, but they uh, so they sold it for eight million. But it's like let a team like the Rangers could probably charge fifteen twenty and let them bank that money or put it into something easy, easy. So it just it, it makes it makes me fucking sad to see that like they're just kind of taking they're not growing it in the right way or really like at all. But yeah, like we say it every week, the the NHL's yeah, we just fucking yeah, we're we're really beating a dead horse here. But like everybody, there's no way that anybody can disagree with this because it's like yeah. it gets to a point where it's fucking ridiculous. Let's change it. I mean, uh, one last hockey thing: Yager is playing again. He'll turn 52 in in, in February, which is just nuts. He's still playing like the guy. Guy might live to be a hundred, and he'll fucking take his last breath on the ice. Yeah, personally, I think it's fucking sick, man. Like, yeah, I'm gonna obviously, I'm not, I'm not playing nearly at the level he is, but I'd like to think that when I'm 51, I can still strap the boots on and go play hockey with the boys. Fuck, that's kind of the goal, right? Yeah, it is. 
Um, Personally, yeah. that's what I think. One thing I want to cover the Mean Girls really quick, and then I mean we have uh, we have need to moisturize on. I should have said this at the beginning. I might just re-record something at the beginning and put it out there. Very funny interview, very cool. It kind of breaks down like why he has a burner, who he is. It's extremely, extremely like interesting. I think everyone will love it. Funny dude. He reads us his bank account balance, which is like actually sick. And he says it's because he just got paid. It was that high, but I don't believe him. I think it's just always that high. I think that's running around money for him, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, and and I, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you, folks. You're really gonna want to stay and listen to this because quite fucking interesting uh, interview and like it kind of like leaves you on the edge of your seat, like kind of wanting to know more. Like he's give he's dropping hints. Uh, he's he, he's kind of living that luxury lifestyle, and it's like it's like a I can I can see into a taste of that. So I, yeah. it's just something I've always aspired to want right but yeah I mean, it, it is, sounds it like is he's living the dream like honestly yeah and then i mean you, you'll hear i don't want to give anything else away but let's cover the mean girls and then send it over to him um they got fired from barstool i'm glad it's a long time coming they're fucking lazy they're silver spoon they're smoking that smoking that mean girl pack seriously bro i'm smoking i'm smoking both of them i mean i would definitely fuck jordan um <laughs> don't get me wrong like would <laughs> But hey, overall, literally, literally would rough, rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Smokey, what do you think of the Mean Girl firing? Uh, it made sense. I mean, Portnoy is really, you know, taking the company back, putting the hammer down. Needs to uh, trim the fat. He said, like, he he said on a uh, Barstool Radio, he reached out to them, said, "Hey, please come." Kind of like one of those meetings. It's like almost like a captain's practice where it's not mandatory, but you know, it's mandatory. You yeah, know, just, they just ghosted him, and he said, "You know, you guys are gone." I mean, I their Twitter clips. I mean, like social media clips are so subjective. I know, but you know, you're posting, you're allocating resources to tweets where people that we interact with are ratioing them every single time, like Dude, without yeah, question, Rudy without has fail. A tenth of the followers they do. And yeah, just, and he was, literally yeah. like was just like bending them over every single time they tweeted, like every single time. It's, he was just some point it's gotta be for the burn after listening podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking like. At some point, you got to be like, uh, if I was like one of those chicks, it's like, man, like, what are we doing here? Seriously, like, we're getting fucking shit on every fucking. Like they say, no publicity is bad publicity, but I think when constantly every time you're posting something. Someone's jumping down your fucking throat, calling you two dumb broads. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I, I think it's pretty tough. Like, yeah, tough, that's tough, tough. too. But you know yeah. what? Maybe don't be some, such fucking dumb bitches. Then, like, that's not my fault. Like, no, like, it's not anyone's fault yeah. except for themselves. They just, I just call it like I see it. That's how I. That's the kind of guy I am. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah, I, we don't have that problem at Bernie after listening. Our fans yeah, love us and adore us. Produce, everyone listens to and loves. And second, sh- no, I'm not pocket watching, but this is the second bag in a row. Alex Bennett has fumbled, uh, broke up with the the son of the owner of the Oklahoma City Thunder. So, like, not, broke off their engagement or something like that. And then, not now, to play devil's advocate, Smokey, but his family is the richest in Oklahoma, and hers is the second richest in Oklahoma. It's like really. Yeah, that, so they grew up knowing each other. So it was like, I mean, I mean, it, it makes she looks like she's from, from Oklahoma. Like, oh, I'm just <laughs> fucking. So she's fine on money, unfortunately. I wish she, she was on the street. Do you guys think it was like a, it was a, like a, arranged marriage kind of deal then? 
like almost yeah. like where it's like the, they're trying to make a family yeah, like dude. Dude, a what, super what, powerful what? super power family i mean what her parents probably traded her for like fucking two two cows <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe like a gallon of raw milk <laughs> yeah she she looks like a gallon of raw milk i'll tell you that she's mean, not too easy girl, on the eyes mean girl of thrones dude <laughs> yeah she she looks like she fucking has armpit hair i'm not gonna lie to you no and, yeah. Uh, so, okay. An Oklahoma ten is a Chicago blank. Are you asking me? An Oklahoma ten is probably a Chicago like four. <laughs> walking down the street, I've, I was walking down the street today with my buddy, who you guys just heard. I've never heard that amount of titties, or never seen that amount of titties like ever, just like bouncing everywhere. It was sick. Dude, if, if you're hearing titties, then you're in the right spot, my friend. Oh, I yeah. think I might need to make a trip down. <laughs> I'm, I'm pitching a tent right now. Oh shit! I think you All said right. that you had a question, though, pants. That was like a I really know. good. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for next week. Let's fucking get it over to this interview. Did anyone have any final thoughts or anything they want to bring up? I want to wrap this up in like two minutes. Uh, I think that that's got to be that's got to be it for me, folks. Yeah, just sh- yeah. Just shout out the blog. Guys have been crushing it. Really. Yeah, everyone go fucking read our yeah. goddamn blogs. If you have a second in between your work day, just trying to kill some time. Keep a blog. Oh, I, gotta, I do have or, one more thing. Yeah, or if you want to write a blog, write one. Anyone can write one. I've had to. I've had to deny three because of That's... obvious fucking reasons. Like, don't do anything like stupid. I'm trying to bring it to advertisers, but like anything you want to write. Uh, I just want to advertise uh, the Burner Meetup November fourth, two thousand twenty-three in Detroit, Yo, Michigan. Mike confirmed. Denaldi, Chris Krusty. I believe Drunk Yotes is interested now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Magnum asking, trying Magnum, to get. Yeah, that's what I meant. Mag- to say. Magnum's trying to get uh, some things in order so that he knows the logistics for uh, before and after parties. I believe. Yeah, uh, Sherlock, Mike Richards action potentially. So I mean, fellas, uh, you don't have to buy glass seats to go to the game. Like, yeah, dude, they, we're, I'm buying the cheapest ticket with the most amount of space, so everyone can sit around me. Yeah, Even like I'm six five and it's gonna hurt, but for I mean I'm, people. I'm just gonna double sit with pants. I might sit on his lap. <laughs> we might share one of the hot dogs like it's like fucking uh Moki, can we can we entice you there maybe? Potentially, potential. Oh, I can't, maybe. boys. I can't. Oh, I'm still trying on. to be no, 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 no. Wait, Smokey, we need the clip. Just just say yes. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Smokey, yeah, Smokey, are you gonna you, you maybe you can make it potentially? Of course. Uh we're doing a Jeeves with Smoky McPot. It's limited time offer. You just bring, yep. you just Un- bring the weed. Unlimited. Like, yeah, I'll bring like a Gatorade bottle and like a mm-hmm. cup, and we'll just do mad Jeeves. Yep, unlimited <laughs> weed if you bring it to Smoky. <laughs> and I can That's roll it, fellas. And then yeah. you like, we'll smoke, and then you'll be like, oh, we're going out, and I'll just like probably hang out, watch the Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> <laughs> just green out. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. We're sending it over to uh, um, Sticky Bandit. Need to moisturize. Great interview. I hope everyone likes it. Um, we'll fucking see you all next week. Thanks you. Thank you. Love see you, folks. Fuck. Fuck what I'm saying. <laughs> all right. We would like to welcome on a very special guest on the Burn After Listening podcast. You may have seen him on Twitter. He is the richest burner confirmed. Several Ferraris, several watches. The one, the only, Sticky Bandit, a.k.a. Need to Moisturize. How are you, sir? Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's great to have you. Thanks for having me, guys. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know we've uh, we've wanted to get you on for a while, uh, mainly to discuss your net worth. But before we kind of get into that kind of stuff, um, I just I wanted to know, like, how did you find the Burnerverse? Was it through Wet Jeans? Did you have a friend that had a Burner account? Uh, well, I was kind of the first one to hop on really the Burners in my friend group. Uh, I still have a couple of my buddies who I played hockey with uh, that live in the States who have kind of strung me along. And that's how I kind of fell into the Burnerverse through usually uh you know looking at the the wet jeans podcast tweets and some of the mm-hmm. funny responses that you you boys have put in there uh but it, it was honestly by luck you know i've i kind of made it just so i could comment my hockey takes as a lightning fan without getting shit on on my main so mm-hmm. and it okay just so so you there. i was gonna ask about that i didn't know whether you played any sports or anything like that but did you grow up playing hockey like your whole life or yeah, so I, I was born in London. Um, so I was I was not, wondering. There is an accent there. I was yeah. Um, so I, I was born in London. Lived there about eight years, uh, and I've lived in the states since. Um, so you, you'll see. I I've kind of tried to ditch the the British accent, but it's tough when you're in a British household to to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up playing a bit of hockey. I started around age seven, um, and then you know when my family made a move over here to New York, uh, obviously a lot more hockey around there. I uh, started playing, you know, local AA kind of at first, and then eventually AAA. Uh, played pretty high level. Uh, I'll spare some details just for safety reasons, but yeah, of course. Um, I ended up playing at the college level too, uh, NCAA. Nice. Okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Sick. Wow. I did. I, I had no idea. That's crazy. So, did you? Were you actually playing over there in uh, in London? Uh, there's a bit. Um, I played for a team in Sheffield, uh, and that was kind of my introduction to hockey. Uh, definitely way out there, but you know, my family, my grandparents had a country house out that way. Um, so that was kind of my first introduction to skating and, you know, organized ice hockey. Uh, but once I got back over here, uh, I mean, it's everywhere. There's rinks everywhere. I was living just outside of Manhattan. So, you know, everywhere you look in Westchester County, there's, there's a rink. Uh, so it made it a lot easier once I got over here and I really just fell in love with the sport. That's awesome. I, I was, so are you currently living in New York then? Uh, I'm splitting my time. I, I go to uni um, on the East Coast, but uh, I live in. Uh, I spend most of my time in New York. It's closer to school, uh, but I also spent some time in Miami. I was just down there. Um, currently in LA, you know, we we've spent some time in LA too, just through my father's work. So just hopping on the jet, just <laughs> going yeah, just fucking flying there. everywhere. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I'm heading back to school uh, tonight, actually. So but. from from home. Uh, yeah, well, I'm in LA. I don't, wouldn't call myself uh, an LA person. This, I wouldn't ever refer to this as my home because I kind of hate it. But I, I would say I'm a New Yorker at heart. What do you, What do you hate about LA? Because I, I love it out there. I, I head out there every uh, every July to hang out with the Greasy Phil. I don't know if you remember that burner he deactivated, but yeah. he lives in San Diego. And every July I'll head out there and uh, rip up like Newport, uh, LA, and San Diego. Well, yeah, I'm actually down that way. I'm in Monterey right now. Uh, okay, probably. nice. But, uh, I mean, it's beautiful out there, don't get me wrong, but living in the city in L.A. is a nightmare. Traffic's a nightmare. Especially, you know, I, I'm a, as you could probably tell from the Twitter, I'm a huge car guy. I love driving. Uh, and driving in L.A. traffic is a fucking nightmare. So I, I try to stay away from that as much as possible. Yeah, I've, I've actually, I wanted to kind of ask you about the, the yeah, car right. thing. Like, whose cars are they? Is that, like... Are any of those like is your name on those fucking ownerships or what? Well, that's why I tell people I don't I don't own any cars. Uh, I'm just fortunate enough to have the access to my family to be able to drive them. My brothers and I, 
uh, you know, my dad doesn't get to drive them as much anymore. He's pretty busy with work. So, you know, it's better that they don't sit in the garage all day. Um, and so we kind of did a little test run to make sure everything was running right uh, down in Palm Beach last week uh, before we shipped them out here for car week. And it's been a blast out here just ripping around it. There'll be definitely be some content posted on the Twitter soon. Beautiful. That's so sick. there's there's like a big a big car car week uh, down in California then this week. Yeah, it's it's here in uh, Pebble Beach. That's actually where I'm at right now. I'm at in all right up next to the Pebble Beach Golf Course. It's it's pretty mad. Um, basically, every big time manufacturer, your Bugattis, your Paganis, Lamborghinis. This is kind of their event where they That's reveal cool. some new cars to some pretty special clients who they all fly in. Uh, but it's cool. I mean, every, not every day walking down there, the street. Right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, just driving down, you know, I think I'm in a pretty cool car and you turn the corner and there's a Chiron coming down at you with yeah. a couple of condoms behind. So yeah, that's unreal. I would be in absolute heaven. So what, what do you think your, the favorite car you've ever been in would be? Favorite car I've ever been in? Yeah. Uh, it's a tough question. I do. I love the F50. The F50 is just. Is that the red one that you had posted on uh, your Twitter like pretty recently? Yes, yes. That yeah, I was, I was, I was gonna actually ask you about that exact car. That what a fucking beautiful car, man! It's it's mad. It's it is just the pinnacle driving experience. I mean, a gated manual, you know, V twelve right behind your ears. <laughs> it's pretty unbelievable. Norik, and it's it's fun to drive. It's it's hot as all hell. I mean, especially if you're driving down in Palm Beach. You got no roof, no AC, so it gets hot in there. But, I mean, one of my, the most beautiful cars. But I would say, I mean, favorite car I've ever been in, you know, I'd love to own one soon. Uh, it's actually going to have to be a McLaren F1. I think those things are, are absolutely mad. Beautiful. Um, and, you know, as a Brit myself, I think it would be pretty meaningful to be able to own one. What is the, what's the fastest you've ever gone in one of these supercars? <laughs> um, allegedly... Allegedly, yeah. Uh, On private roads, of course. Yes. uh, I've been fortunate enough to spend some time on the Autobahn uh, out between Germany and Austria. Uh, We tickled around just under 200 in the LaFerrari. Holy shit. I'm looking to go, definitely looking to go faster. These cars just keep getting quicker and quicker. Holy crap. That's fucking sick, dude. What does it feel like when you're driving that that fast? Like, you, you have it, things pretty well, like, well under control, dude. Were you nervous at all? Well, I tell people it, it's scarier to go 180 miles per hour in, you know, a Jeep than it is in one of, you know, these Ferraris that are built to live at that speed. Mm-hmm. You know, the cars, you know, as long as you're in a car that's made to go that fast, uh, you feel pretty stable, but you're definitely holding on for dear life. You know, one one pothole, uh, just one divot in the road and, you know, all of a sudden you're not alive anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's nuts. Holy shit. <laughs> at that point, you're just part of the pavement. Oh yeah, you're a pancake. Wow, that's that's unbelievable, man. So you you're, are you quite the international man? Like, are you are you heading around the world all the time? Like, uh, like where where's some of the recent places you've been? Maybe overseas. Um, you know, these days it's tough with work. You know, ever since I got out of uni, it's it's been a lot more busy. Um, but this summer, you know, we did hit the uh, F one race in Monaco, which was pretty fun. That's um, sick. I've always wanted to do that. It's it's quite the experience. Um, one of my friends had his boat out there, so we were fucking around. Unfortunately, okay, uh, is it a boat or is it a yacht? 
Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> it's a yacht. Um, yeah, it's, come on. Don't right. be so modest here. Spade, yeah. Obviously reasons. I couldn't post any pictures of that one, but I would have loved to. Um, yeah, I've spent some time in the south of France afterwards. But, you know, I've been working a lot. It uh, might not seem like it, but I do do work a fair amount. Uh, one year into my job, so I kind of have a bit more time to uh, take holidays and whatnot. But, you know, it's it's fun. It's, when I was a younger kid, definitely doing a lot more. Um, it's funny, my dad actually went from being retired and, you know, we, I was having a lot of time to travel and whatnot uh, to be back working now. So, you know, it's gotten a lot busier. Was that, did he just kind of have like an opportunity come that he didn't want to pass up or what was the, uh, was he just getting bored? Like I know a lot of people that get retired, get bored and so they have to do something. Yeah. I mean, he, he retired pretty young. I think he was about 44 when he retired. Um, and then, yeah, an, an offer came up that he just could not pass up. Um, and that's really made life a lot more complicated for sure, but it's, it's fun. And, you know, it's been pretty special to kind of, you know, be able to meet some pretty cool people through his job and whatnot. Wow. Yeah, that is pretty sick. So, I mean, I'm, you, you probably might not want to answer this, but is there like a specific industry or something that he made his, his money in to be able to retire that early? Uh, yeah, I, I could say he works in the movie industry. Um, uh, more specifically, I guess he's a movie director. I think that won't give away too much. <laughs> okay. Sick. That's all right. Eh? Yeah. So, so right. what kind of, what kind of work are you in now? Cause I, you said that you have started a, a job, yeah, is it a career? Uh, I, do or? I do investment banking, um, pretty run of the mill, but yeah, I've been at it for about a year now. Um, based in New York, obviously. Um, but I'm actually going to get my MBA. So. Okay. Awesome. Nice. Impressive. Very impressive. Um, so yeah, another question I wanted to ask was, can you read us the balance in your bank account right now? Well, you won't be impressed in mine. That's for sure. Um, hell, I could go on there. My app here. It's, it's not going to be anything good. Oh, trust me. It won't be any worse than ours, brother. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I, I do keep everything, uh, mostly with my parents just for smart yeah. consolidation and mm-hmm. obviously never pass up a free dinner that's if i could give any piece of advice always go out to dinner with the parents of course yeah <laughs> i'm not passing up a free free meal are you joking yeah. um, i don't care what point i get to <laughs> well, i did just get paid uh but we are at thirty-seven thousand right about there <laughs> oh come <laughs> on brother <laughs> I think my bank account is negative seven hundred dollars right now. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I did just get paid, so that is a little inflated. It does normally not look like that for sure. That's wow. sick, though. Incredible. Okay, so can I can I have five hundred dollars? Is my next question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you give a good enough reason, I might have to. <laughs> maybe okay. Maybe we do this. Maybe we have you on for another episode one time, and we just pitch you business ideas. Oh, that's oh. a great idea. I wish that was the line of business that I was in, but I'd love to do it for fun. If if yeah. you're uh, if you're ever into if you ever want to own a podcast, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you could get us cheap right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah buy buy while the stock is low. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I will say you know one thing that I wanted to make clear there are um, I've been on the burner for probably myself, so it's an interesting story. Need to moisturize is not my idea. Um, the whole sticky bomb was actually not my idea. Uh, I took me, my friend, and I from high school, from boarding school. We started the account together. Um, we, both of our diehard Lightning fans, so we were actually 
for probably the first year and a half of the Sticky Bandit, uh, we were tweeting in unison. Um, mm-hmm. He's since departed uh, just because he started to get a little bit of heat from his lady. Uh, she started to notice some tweets, noticed him tweeting a lot, but wasn't seeing a lot on his public Twitter account. Uh, so she got suspicious. So I have been the sole Sticky Bandit for probably only nine or ten months. Um, but I, I have also been pretty active before then. Uh, I was I was doing most of the tweeting, so I am very much tuned in with the with the Burniverse. But I cannot take credit for the name. I think it's fantastic, and I wish I could have thought of it. Yeah, dude. I I was gonna, that was one of my questions too. Like, how did you come up with that name? The personality, the profile picture too is fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, we we were watching uh, what is it, the Home Alone movie, um, and then. The, the two robbers, they call themselves the Sticky Bandits. And, and oh, okay, okay. We, we, that was the night we happened to be, it was, you know, it was around Christmas when we met, or maybe it was November. We started watching Christmas movies. Um, and it was literally, we were making the burner because we had to tweet something about fucking John Cooper being a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, what the hell do we name it? And he's like, well, we're the third Sticky Bandit. So it's, it kind of just fell into the lap there. I need to moisturize. I have absolutely no idea. I got to ask him. That's yeah, that's hilarious. It's it's so funny to see like how people come up up with like different names. Like obviously like Wario's got like the like he looks like Wario a little bit. I ended up being Burner. And then like you have people like your Herme too, and then like all the Coke ones too, like Ilya Kovalchuk, Jesperi Kokaniemi. Like it's just it's nuts to see and kind of hear those stories. So that's that's crazy. Is that one of your favorite movies or is it just something you were watching at the time and you guys got the idea from that and decided to run with it? Uh, it's a good Christmas movie, but definitely not one of my favorites. I'm I'm a big Scorsese movie nut. Um, I had the pleasure to meet Martin quite a few times over the years. Uh, one of a close friend of my father's. So that's uh, all right. I, eh? I'm a little. I'm a bit of a homer, but I do love his movies. Wow, incredible! What What um, do you think? What do you, What would you say your favorite movie is? I. I mean, it's a tough question. You you could give me. I, I love Goodfellas. Me... Goodfellas is a great movie. Great I actually, movie. Awesome. I just watched that about two weeks ago. It's a great movie. I love all the Italian mob movies, and even though the the recent one that was on Netflix, I forget what it was called. Uh, it was like it was based on the book uh, "I Paint Houses." If you know what I'm talking about? You can actually probably look it up. I'm not. I'm not too. Uh, I'm not too. Sure yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm usually Irishman. watching cartoons. So, <laughs> the Irishman on Netflix. Yeah. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, I watch. Yeah, yeah, I watch yeah, the yeah, Irishman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm just that. obviously not not that in tune with the whole storyline and all that shit. So, I thought, there, it was, uh, I thought it was a great movie. Has yes. there been kind of on that point? Has there been any like big time celebrities that you know you've gotten to meet and you're like you're like holy shit like this is cool you know someone that just fangirled a little bit whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Someone that immediately comes to mind is Victor Hovland just because of what he did yesterday. Um, very in tune with the Automobile Piguet brand uh, just through my father. So at the U.S. Open this year, we actually had a dinner with uh, all of the AP-sponsored golfers, and I got to meet Victor, and he's just such a salt-of-the-earth kid. I mean, the, fu- the future of golf is so bright. He's a fantastic young player. has tremendous taste in watches. I-, I love him for that, too. Um, <laughs> that's that's a sick thing to be able to say too yeah you, and, uh, just obviously you know he's one that just comes to mind after his fucking ridiculous round yesterday but i mean a lot of different movie stars who i f- don't feel too fondly of uh mm-hmm. you know but there have also been some great ones adam sandler you hear lots of stories about him but 
every story is true. He's just one of the best guys. You would so never you, know. you've he's, met you've met the Sandman. I have, yeah. He's been Sandman. in one of my father's movies we, back in the day. We were actually just talking about him on an earlier episode, and I was admitting that I I cry when I watch those some of his movies. Sometimes I don't know what it is. He he must put something in the film that just triggers something. I don't know what it is. I mean, he's just the perfect blend of goofy and just also yeah, he's, fantastic he's the man. You see the other side in like Uncut Gems that he could really just pull off mm-hmm. uh, unbelievable really stuff. Role. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. So, so you're very close to the film industry. What would you say is like your number one favorite movie? And it's like everything that's just been like it's all perfect. You, like every single thing, every you can't find a single thing wrong with it. You'll put it on ten times out of ten. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I'm gonna go a bit off because I mean you could obviously say like you know your typical ones, but I, I really do love Dallas Buyers Club. I think Matthew McConaughey is one of my favorite actors personally. Um, he's one that I've actually never met, and I'm just dying for the day that I get to meet him because he is he's one of the best. Um, I think Dallas Buyers Club too just. It, it was given a lot of flack um, kind of for how it made out gay men and, you know, the AIDS epidemic's beginnings. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, from a cinematography standpoint, um, the coloring, the music, the the wardrobe, and just the flow of the movie, it's, it's one of my favorites. I could watch it any day. If I ever see it on TV, I'll stop and watch it. Okay. I, that's. I yeah. feel like when you say that, too, you really know what you're fucking talking about here. <laughs> Obviously, you've lived you've you've lived your whole life kind of around that scene right and obviously obviously you got some good knowledge behind that that's pretty impressive stuff i'm not gonna lie if you've never seen it, i cannot recommend it enough it's... i i think I, i'll have to watch it i haven't seen it but definitely i'll i'll check that out <laughs> sorry i had to plug my computer in there but yeah no i i really like matthew mcconaughey too i think his his range is really good in like a sense of kind of what he does to his body for certain roles. Like you look at like Dallas Buyers Club and then mm-hmm. kind of going back, it reminds me a little bit of like what Christian Bale does and how he was in that, that one fighter movie with Mark Wahlberg. I can't remember the name of it. Absolutely. Like Batman's American Psycho. It's, it's nuts what these like actors go through and put themselves through. It's probably a lot harder than people think it is. Like they probably think they just show up and say a few lines and get paid millions. It's crazy. I think the one you might, be, also be talking the machinist where he went yes. practically yeah um, just yeah I, i've always admired actors who could commit to a role like that and you know people you're right people don't give them enough credit sometimes um obviously some people also give too much credit to certain actors i, I won't name any names but i can yeah. always appreciate you know mcconaughey bale those are some of my favorite actors yeah, a hundred percent. I agree with you there, and I'm sure you're closer to it than I am. I'm just like outside spectator looking. <laughs> uh, um, I'm still a fan at heart. So, I'm 100%. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering uh, what kind of stuff like, what would you do like on the weekends for fun? Like, what kind of stuff do you get into to entertain yourself nowadays? Like, even when you're during the like the work year, what kind of kind of stuff do you like to get into? Yeah, I mean, uh, I went to a bowling school. With- you know, kids from all over. Um, like I said, that was one of my buddies who I originally started the account with. Um, he's still actually playing uh, college hockey. So at the time when I was, you know, when I was in uni, I was still playing a lot. So that was, that kept me quite busy. Um, but I mean, summertime is all about just, you know, seeing friends, um, you know, reconnecting with them. Cause not a lot of them 
are based in the Northeast. You know, they could be from wherever, mm -hmm. all over the world. So, especially in the summertime, I, I'm, I love traveling. Traveling is at the, the heart of it is what I love to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if I wasn't playing hockey, which, you know, those weekends were few and far between, definitely just love to, you know, head out to the clubs with the fellas and just have a good time. That's awesome, dude. I, so I actually went to a boarding school as well for high school for hockey. And, uh, dude, it's literally crazy because I have friends from, like, South Korea, China, Mexico, all over the place. So if I want to see them, it's either, like, we have to meet up at a reunion or, like, I'm going to visit them in a foreign country. And it's crazy how you can, like, open up a Snap Map and, like, see these little bitmojis or open up whatever, like, the find your friends and see them all over the world and be like, okay, like, I actually have relationships with these people and they're across the globe from me. 100%, yeah. It, it, it's crazy, and it's it's really cool because as you get older, you start to see – you feel like you know everybody, and it, it's, yeah, has, right. it's, has its drawbacks for sure. Um, but, I mean, even just meeting people in my line of work, obviously, it's investment banking has its own uh, public aura, and a lot of boarding school kids end up in the field. So it's always funny. Oh, you went here. Uh, I know a kid from there. And then – Yeah, right. An easy conversation started for sure. A hundred percent. Another question I wanted to ask you too, it's like a two-parter. So what is the largest purchase you've ever made? And then what's your most favorite purchase you've ever made? Favorite purchase I've ever made? Largest. Um, I guess I could add an asterisk to largest purchase I've ever made because it wasn't my money. Um, I did buy my, my Grail watch relatively recently. Um, Paddock 5991 R, uh, which is the Rolls Gold Nautilus. Oh, fuck. Um, with the blue dial, that that was kind of something I've always wanted. Did you uh, post that on the Twitter? Because I saw somebody with with a watch like that. If I might be, yeah that that was a different one. That is a that is a 5990, but bit of a different watch. It is a Nautilus. I love that thing. Uh, but yeah, this one is a bit different. A Rolls Gold, um, kind of just. It was more of buying in the gray market, knowing I'm going to lose a bit of money on it now, but it's something I'm going to hold on to forever. Hopefully, give my kid one day. Um, what was awesome. the price tag on it? <sighs> if you don't have to say, if you don't want to, I was lucky, and with the relationship my father has with his uh, authorized dealer, got it at around two fifty. Um, <laughs> but so you could find one on uh, online probably for in the market of 300 uh it's crazy but it is if listen it no watch is worth that money but if there's any piece that could even come close it's got to be that um that is incredible dude sick. you're but wearing a house on my wrist like my you're wearing favorite, a house favorite purchase i mean i guess what i could think of is you know, when I first came to the States, the, the big stick out was the Total One. It was the Supreme Total One. Oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh. Um, and I remember I was doing chores for weeks and weeks. I was just saving up the money to buy that stick. And when I bought it, I mean, that was that was one of the first times where I was really like, wow, like, this is something I'm going to treasure forever. And I still have that stick. I never broke it. I wasn't strong enough to break it. So I still have it uh, up in New York. It's in storage. And I'll never get rid of that thing. It's pretty special to me. So what kind of fucking chores are you doing for to get that kind of watch then? If if you had to do chores doing, for weeks for the fucking total one, things. I was shoveling the sidewalk outside of my apartment building, just stupid frivolous tasks, but incredible. Ultimately, did teach me some lessons too. So that's awesome. 
What is uh? And if you don't, if you can't answer this, that's totally fine too. But if you have like a, a favorite hockey memory or favorite hockey story with your boys, whether it was growing up in college, like something you'll never forget, puts a smile on your face every time you think about it. Uh, without saying too much, uh, of course, winning a very important Pee Wee tournament in Quebec. That's that's got to be up there. With number one, uh, I mean, probably everyone knows Pee Wee Quebec. I'll just say it, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My team won it. Uh, my second year Pee Wee's played in it two years, and was fortunate enough to win it the second year. Incredible. Dude, I, also, I guess I also, what a life. Yeah, yeah you you I, sound like you got to sniff a man, national championship in college too, but that unfortunately didn't go as planned, so couldn't win it. But playing Frozen Four was pretty cool too. Wow, <laughs> that's so sick. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Who are you, dude? This is crazy. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to like James yeah, Bond. I, yeah, almost. I almost feel like like we shouldn't be talking to you right now. Like, yeah, like, I mean, that's that's the unfortunate part. And I guess in the last 10, 15 years or so, that's come along with um, my father's success in the movie industry. He's kind of uh, been trying, you know, with my last name, that what it is being attached to him is obviously mm-hmm. – made things a lot different um but you know i love being able to have that conversation without having to say who i am and yeah of course you know, yeah I of guess course that's that's... Kind of what i've unlocked in the burners because i'm a very private person um don't post much on my personal uh, mm-hmm. social media accounts i'm out of hell i only have instagram so i, I don't really post anything so i guess th- the burn is kind of my way of to be able to post and interact with people without any preconceived notions about who I am or what I like or what I'm about, you know? Of course. That, well, I, I totally understand that. I mean, that's the whole reason that people make burners in the first place. hundred percent. Yeah. Wow, man. That's it's, it's incredible to hear this kind of stuff, man. Cause we don't like, I don't know about me, but pants, I don't know. I don't think you're seeing any of this kind of life ever hearing really about it. Like just hearing stories like that is, is insane to me. Yeah. I, I mean, Definitely, you know, I, I understand very privileged and lucky and I'm thankful for it. So it, it's always fun. I love sharing it with my friends. Um, just to bring up my fellow co-owner of the account back in the day. Actually might be letting him back on soon. I think his girlfriend has gotten off the scent a little bit. But, uh, you know, him and I obviously bonded before he even, he didn't even care who I was. I don't, hell, I don't mm-hmm. even think he's not very interested in movies. So he didn't even know who my father was. And... I think that's what allowed us to get so close because I could see, you know, he's pretty genuine about not really caring about where I came from and what my background yeah, is. Yeah, 100%. You know, he's, a, he's a kid from suburban Connecticut, so we were able to kind of bond over that. I was living in Connecticut at the time, and it, it was it was pretty fun to be able to, you know, meet someone and have that close relationship. And then, obviously, all those roads have led me here. It's pretty cool. Wow. Well, what, I, I honestly could not be any more glad to, to hear that you – kind of like to let loose with something like this. It's, I'm sure it might be a lot of pressure sometime. Like, yeah, I mean, living that way. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you, you learn to live with it. Um, but it's, it's nice every once in a while to not have a face attached or a name attached mm-hmm. to what you want to say and do, you know? Yeah. Because 100%. we all, we all know that can come back and bite you. In the yeah. End. So I, yeah. I was going to say, percent. I've had a couple of close calls, I guess before I run, I'll give one, Last story. Um, I don't think anyone saw it, but I do believe Coke Netsov uh, liked the tweet 
I did dox myself relatively recently by accident. Uh, when I was in Palm Beach, uh, I was driving the SF90 Spider, and on the, the front dash, it says my full named iPhone connected to Bluetooth. And I posted the video, not thinking, <laughs> I'm not even looking at it because you know I was driving around and it. it was yeah, right. incredible view. I mean, that car is absolutely mad. Um, yeah, I put it up and I got the notification. It got liked by Kognetsov. He's a great supporter of the account. He likes tweets often. And I took a look and, you know, I'm watching the video and I'm like, son of a bitch. My <laughs> full name is on there. Oh, um, we we know somebody who's done that before and uh, didn't turn out too well for him. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, we was like a hockey. They were getting into it with hockey Twitter and then Brendan Lepsick. They were going through his media tab, and he had like did the exact same thing. And he goes, he goes, oh, I took this in my buddy's car. <laughs> yeah, that was a little. I did shit my pants. Um, thought about DMing him and asking if he saw anything, but you know what? Cognets off. It's a little secret for him and I. If he did see it, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. That's fucking sick, dude. Well, hey, man, I know you have a flight to catch. I really appreciate you coming on. It's been great getting to know you. Uh, now, anytime we ask you to come on again, you have to come on. Those are the rules. That's how it works. Uh, <laughs> just sure. reach out anytime you need anything, man. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you love the Burnerverse and that it's providing this, uh, this kind of safe space for you, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure and uh, look forward to getting back on soon. Hey, before before you go, it'd be sweet to get a follow back here, brother. That's <laughs> oh, <laughs> just been icing me. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. I'll, I'll get you after. All right, brother. No hard feelings. It's all right. I'm I'm sure you're a busy man. <laughs> I'll go do it. I'll do it right now. All right, man. Thank all you. Right. Thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thanks, so. man. Thank you.